Welcome back to the Unbiased Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Ian Arsenault, and we got my co-host here, Thomas Brown, hanging out. What's up, everybody? Hey, and we are back from a nearly a two and a half month hiatus. Um, not for any reason in particular other than life came at us hard. And uh, that's yeah. what she said. God, <laughs> ain't that the truth? Dude, it's been insane, dude. At, like, so at my work, uh, I now run a four man team at the body shop, and two of my guys got COVID. And so I had to pretty much run the show with our new hire. Um, and it was absolutely insane. So luckily, things are starting to level back out. That's good. How about you, man? Uh, I've been working pretty much, um, at least every, either every other weekend or every re- weekend consecutively for almost that entire time since we did our last episode in Gatlinburg, yep. yeah. unfortunately. So, but, uh, man, I'm excited to be back on the airwaves, the interwebs, the YouTubes, the Spotify's, the, uh, yeah, whatever the fuck you're doing to listen to this, man. We're glad to be back. Yes. Super excited. Today we are going to do a rundown, kind of a recap so far of what has happened during President biden's presidency uh thus far because we we haven't talked since he was inaugurated so so off the cusp um without referencing any articles any news um in front of us what's your perspective perspective been on what's been happening (sighs) just from what you've heard in the news and what you know about going on if you follow the news everything's perfect everything's been so great um but if you look at it in actuality We've already ran up a ton of new debt. Um, what do you mean a two trillion dollar COVID package isn't isn't bad? Oh, it's fucking horrible. Uh, so two two trillion dollars on a COVID relief bill. One point nine uh, to be specific, well, but yeah, but, round it up. But only like twenty percent of that actually helped Americans directly. Yeah, most of that money went to uh, other countries overseas. Yeah, it's stupid. It's just more wasteful spending. Um, and then of course there was the flurry of executive orders that biden's already done he set the record for the most executive orders done by a president yeah and i believe and, like the first 60 days or yeah so, or 50 days yeah something, like something that. stupid it's insane um and then like he's just he keeps pushing all of this other stuff he, now they're talking about doing assault rifle bans again ammo bans or, or limiting ammo uh, capacities on magazines yeah they want to make sure everybody's registered in some d- kind of database yeah, you have to get a license to be able to buy ammo like it's in, it's insane dude. yeah so if if all this stuff continues to go in the way that it looks it's just going to be even harder luckily we live in the great state of tennessee which as long as everything goes correctly which it's going to uh we're going to have constitutional carry july 1st Right, um, almost. Well, um, you can't carry a long gun, and right? And that's bullshit because uh, the Second Amendment says it should should not be infringed upon. And I think a long gun should be included if you're going to say constitutional carry. Yeah. Um, I don't know who Bill Lee thinks he's trying to, you know, get one over, but that's not constitutional carry. That's just no license to carry a pistol. Right. I mean, that's fine, but don't call it constitutional carry. Um, Mr. Lee, because it's not. We do appreciate the efforts, though. Yes. But what does frustrate me is um, a lot of the people in the, the state legislature here saying, oh, this is a baby step to true constitutional carry, that this is just um, a stepping stone to get that. It's like, 
why do we need stepping stones to have freedoms? It's like either we have them or we don't. There should be no in-between, and that that's confusing to me. Well, there should have never been the laws restricting it in the first place. So should, we shouldn't be passing bills now to regain our rights that should have never been taken from us in the first place. Right, and I do like the fact that the Tennessee state law that, that does go effect July 1st once uh, the governor signs it, um, does put heavier penalties on those who commit crimes using a, fire, a firearm. Yeah. So people who who steal guns or yep. use a firearm in a commission of a crime, they're going to be a lot stiffer penalties. So basically this means the bad guys get in trouble, they stay off the streets longer, and that means more good guys can pack without having to go through the red tape to protect themselves or their family. To me, that's a good thing. It's a yeah. no-brainer. A lot of people are arguing, oh, you know, nobody just needs to have a gun and not have any kind of training. It's like, okay, let's really think about this. It's a gun. Um, when you go buy it, any gun store will show you how to load a magazine. I'm sure they would be more than happy to show you how to use a firearm. Anybody, I guarantee you there's at least a handful of people you know that have guns. So if you have questions, ask them because they will be more than happy to educate you on how to be safe, how to store your, your firearm, and how to load it and shoot it properly. Well, and here's another thing. We advocate um, responsible gun ownership and gun safety. So while we believe that it's your right, you shouldn't have to have a permit and everything to own a gun. We also believe that it's your responsibility to take the time to become trained to be to have correct gun safety precautions in place, understand how it works. Education you know, is key, yeah. but I think a lot of people overthink it. It's an inanimate object. You load a cartridge into it. You chamber that round if it's a revolver you don't you literally just slide it in spin the barrel and pull the trigger you know pull the hammer back pull mm -hmm. the trigger depends on if it's single action or double action but it's literally you pull a trigger pow okay it's not rocket science right i don't think anybody needs a an associate's degree to do that no and i don't think they need to pay government sponsored programs in order to get freedoms right for that it's like well, this is stuff you know back when guns were invented who taught people how to use firearms? They literally went in their backyard and they experimented with their weapons. Okay, mm -hmm. let me let me practice how to use this. Let me make my own bullets. You know, they used it. It's and uh, you know, if anybody's taking a driving course um, in the United States, you know how much of a joke most of those are. Oh yeah, and you can see how many bad drivers we have. So if the reason for being against this is to advocate that education that is sponsored by the government is more important than your freedoms. I just, I'm not buying that. I'm right. sorry. I'm just well, not. And it, and it goes back to personal responsibility. Like if you're going to own a firearm, you should take the time to understand how that firearm works and also to train with it. Oh, for sure. For sure. Plain and simple. Well, let's switch gears a little bit. Cause let's do it. We got to focus on Biden. Yeah. So, uh, my perception, yeah. um, in the first three months, I guess now at this point, um, or nearly three months, um, has not been great. Uh, he has spent a ton of money in a very short amount of time. They're trying to fundamentally change um, the filibuster and make it easier to pull the nuclear option to pass things through law. Um, he is making it more difficult for companies to do business because all these Trump-era um, restrictions have been 
you know, that were removed have been put back in place. So they're a burden on companies. Um, we know that they're working on increasing the corporate tax rate. It's going to be, uh, again, the it's like 28%, I think is what they're talking about raising it to. There, it, it will be the uh, highest in the world. Yep. Um, and uh, he's also, before he even got inaugurated, said, you know, told everybody in South America, Central America, come on across the border. We, we love you. We want you. Come on down. And now he's literally broken a record for the most mig unaccompanied migrant children to be held in U.S. captivity at the border uh, with U.S. Uh, in, in New Mexico and Texas. Dude, have you seen video and images from these places? Yeah. It's it's sad. Heartbreaking. It's sad. And uh, they claim that they want to, you know, change this and stop this. But the only way to, to keep these kids safe is to keep them with their parents. They're going to have a better chance with their parents. Because you can't foster a quarter of a million kids. Yeah. You just can't. Uh, well, and it kills me, too, because all of these left-wing people are like... And we're just getting started. Silent. Yeah, and they're completely silent about what's going on down at the border right now. But if this would have happened under Trump, dude, they would have ran and hung him. Oh, yeah. This is an all-time record. 19,000 unaccompanied children crossed the border in March. This is 60% more than the previous high. So the previous record was 12,000. Uh, I mean, this is insane. And then uh, migrant apprehensions reached 170,000 in March, a 70% increase from the previous no, no, uh, month. The number includes 53 migrant parents and children traveling as families and more than 175% increase from February. Despite President Biden's claim that families are being deported, CBS News is reporting that most encountered in March were being allowed to stay in the U.S. And we do know that they have reappropriated funds to fly a lot of these migrants to northern border states with Canada, Michigan being one, and they're literally buying hotel rooms for them and letting them just stay in hotels with your tax money. It's incredible. It's crazy. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah. What are we doing? How, do they think we can just do this forever and then just not run out of money and not in, inflate our dollar and create commerce? And then do you think they well? care? Right. That's the thing is that well, that's, those, they don't care about trying to save money. They're just trying to save face and be like, oh, look how great we are. Yeah. I. But the thing is, it's like, you know, we're we're in trouble if they think that's going to be a long-term play. I mean, absolutely, we're going to be in trouble. Oh, of course. I mean, you can't have this happen month after month because think about that. If, if it's, it's, it, was, it was a 15-year high this past month or in February, and if that continues to increase, you know, month after month, at what point, I mean, there, there's got to be an end game. You can't just let this continue to happen. Right. Yeah, I, I don't understand where they think they're going to go with this and how this is going to benefit us. Where are they going to put people? You can't just build houses out of thin air. When no. you do, they look like cages. Right. Well, and then not only that, but we have how many homeless veterans and everything else right now that are getting no help, but yet people, which I'm all for trying to help people who want to help themselves, but it has to be done in a responsible way. My wife's family are... All migrants from Mexico. They all immigrated to this country. They came back in the 80s. They worked hard. They own land. They contribute to our economy. They pay taxes. They're great people. Yeah. And they did it exactly the way that you're supposed to do right. it. 
Granted, do I think it should be a faster process? Of course. Oh, of course. But a lot of that stuff can be automated. And the reason why it takes so long is government. Yeah. Government red tape. Just mounds of paperwork. It's ridiculous. And see, and that's another fundamental thing with liber- most libertarians is like people who want to come here and they want to contribute. We want to get you expedited to get you into the country. We want to- Ellis Island on the border yeah, exactly. uh, of, of Mexico yep. across the Rio Grande. Yep. That's what we want. But we don't want people to just come here and expect to get free money from the government. And that's what we're that's, that's what, what we're, we're doing. getting. That's what we're doing. And, and yeah, and that's what's happening because and that's why we have record numbers of people coming. And it's terrible to see. I mean, there was one one of the facilities I remember them saying was at five thousand percent capacity. Yeah, and they're holding them way past the ten day hold. Yeah. Five thousand percent capacity? How is that even a thing? I man, I couldn't I couldn't tell you, but I do know this. Ninety six percent of Americans are, are have said that the border is a serious problem, and sixty percent say they do not approve of Biden's handling of the border. That's a that's a big thing. I think that's a big problem. Yeah, it's uh, and again, what is the end game? How do you get to the solution to where not only are we slowing down the amount of people coming in, but we're also able to expedite the people that are coming in that are going to be a benefit to our country and get them to where they are citizens or at least national residents. Right. Like, how do we get to that point? Cause right now nobody has a solution. No, nah, I don't think they're not, they're not worried about the solution. They're just worried about, Hey, let's get as many people as we can in into America, let's relax voting laws and let's go ahead and just let them do what they want to do. Right. And it's it's just incredibly frustrating because it's they don't care to have people come in and follow the process. Basically, they want to come get people in, give them free stuff that way and then take away voter ID laws that way they can get those votes because they got hey, lifelong voters. Yeah. And and then it doesn't matter that they're not a registered citizen. They're going to throw in that vote. And all of a sudden now they're going to have crazy numbers of votes and it's going to keep those people in power. And where are most of these people landing? Texas. Yeah. And it's a red state. Yep. So they want to flip it blue. And if, they, if they've got Texas and they've got California and they've got New York, that's a lock, man. Yeah. You can have three-fourths of the rest of the country. If you've got those three states, you're pretty much got it in the bag which is another reason why people want to turn it into a ranked voting system that's one another reason why they want to do ranked voting is because if it starts going that way to where now you can just basically focus on three states because at that point the electoral college kind of becomes you know ineffective right so what's crazy is that we have never seen uh a president explicitly bar the media from documenting yeah. our border process. What is that about? And yet the Biden administration says they're going to be open and transparent. There is no way they're going to be open and transparent about this at the border. I mean, you can't even get a camera in there. Ted Cruz tried to go down there with other congressmen and they got completely blocked from being able to shoot video. It was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. It's yeah. like, this is real life. This is really happening and people deserve to know what's happening at their borders. Yep. Yeah. So while he was down there, literally a Joe Biden staffer at the Donna, Texas 
uh, border facility literally blocked him from filming. And here was that conversation. Please give dignity to the people. Please give dignity to the people. So you worked for the commissioner, your senior advisor. You were hired two weeks ago, and you're instructed to ask us to not have any pictures taken here. Please respect the people. Because the, the political rules. leadership at DHS does not want the American people to know it. Please respect the rules. You keep sir. standing in, in front of the pictures, so Please you don't want the, the pictures rules. taken. The rules are arbitrary, Please and they're designed the to keep the American the people, people in the dark. Please respect the rules and give the people dignity and respect. That's all we ask. Well, dignity no, it's and not. respect. You're asking, is this please, dignity and respect? Look at these people. Please give dignity there's a and pandemic. respect to the people. Let, let I me ask, ask you. There, there's a I pandemic. I respectfully ask you, sir. There is a pandemic. Is this respecting the rights of these kids? I ask you. Please Are you respect respecting the, the rights of these this kids? This is not a zoo, sir. Please don't treat the people. You're right. And this is a dangerous place. Please don't treat the people like And your policies, like this. unfortunately, you, are trying to hide them. I understand you were instructed. When 18 I senators ask you came to down here, respect the people, give them dignity and respect. I respect them, and I want to fix this situation. We all want and to fix this. The administration this, you're working for is responsible anymore. for these conditions. Please respect the people with dignity and, and respect. And sir. I ask you to respect the, the people as well. This I am respecting you. Respect. I am respecting this is, the people. This is not respect. So, what do you feel about that? So, it's respect to not take the pictures of these people because of the conditions, but they. Only did that when it was Trump that was president. There, all the pictures surfaced of how bad it was and this and that. Look, so inhumane. Yet when it's truly inhumane, how it's being handled right now, oh, it's disrespectful to take the pictures. Yeah. Why? Because you're afraid of what's going to get out. Right. They're in the middle of a pandemic. They've got these facilities with more people than they're designed to hold, holding them longer than they're supposed to legally hold them. And then just letting them go without any kind of testing to figure out if they've got COVID, what diseases they're bringing in, who they are, you know, right. if, if they say, if they are who they are, you know what I'm saying? Like, good Lord. It's, it's nuts, man. Yeah. It's absolutely nuts down it's, there. It's terrible. Right. Ugh. I couldn't even imagine like trying to figure out that situation. Like. Or even being in like Ted Cruz's position, going down there and trying to see what's going on as a senator. And then you're just like, nope, you can't take pictures. No, 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 no. Hey, no, no, no. You can't do that. Wait, what? <laughs> right. <laughs> what are you talking about? How are you going to tell me I can't do something? First of all, it's America. I can do what, pretty much whatever the hell I want. But especially when you're trying to provide evidence to people to try to get the ball rolling to actually improve conditions. Like, oof. Right. So the Biden administration literally said that the um, child detention facilities can reopen at 100% capacity, and they're completely ignoring the Centers for Disease Control um, recommendations. Yeah, at 50% capacity. So, like, they're just... But we can't go to concerts? Right. Right. And we, we can't go to the bar? Exactly. Past what? Uh, well, I guess now in Tennessee, they're opening up until 2. Uh, but, you know, for a while it was like 10 p.m. because, you know, Rona gets worse after 10, apparently. Yeah. Uh, but uh, none of this stuff makes sense. There's so much inconsistency with everything. Right. And uh, just to put the icing on the cake, the Biden administration also announced that it will no longer enforce Trump's rule barring immigrants who would be dependent on government welfare. So... If you can't take care of yourself or, or work for yourself or provide for yourself or your family, come on over because we got 
taxpayers out the wazoo that we can just siphon money from. Yeah, because we just have unlimited money, guys. That's that's what it is. That's what they. You think. know, at this point, make everything fucking free. Yeah, I mean, because that's basically where it's going. Yep. So let's talk about gas prices, man. Oh, since the election, we were at uh, two dollars and six cents national average, and today we are nearly at two dollars ninety cents average. And they're saying it could get as high as four dollars by summer. I believe it. I believe it. That's and that's quick. Horrible because he stopped the construction of the pipeline, and then he doesn't want to drill anymore right. on on the United States government property. So that's another reason why we're not providing our own energy sources. So now we're back to buying them from people we don't like. But the thing, another thing that I have a question about is our reserves are at basically an all-time high. So really the inflation that's happening with gas prices shouldn't be occurring. No, but they don't want to touch that because that's supposed to be for in times of like national emergency. Or right. Something. And I understand that. But at if we're having a difficult time getting the supply, which because obviously supply and demand, there's more demand. There's not as much supply because of the shutting down the pipelines and different things like that. So obviously that's going to raise prices, but I don't think it's to the point of where it's at. Like, I don't think it should be as high as it is. I think the national average should only be maybe 20 cents more realistically well at the same time that all this went down um opec said that they weren't going to increase production to keep up with demand so that's, that's stupid but that's going to make them more money yeah yeah oh, oh yeah. i know it's all it's all politics man it's all politics it's so frustrating dude because i was filling up at one point i was filling up my truck i've got a tundra 2015 toyota tundra i was mm -hmm. filling my tundra up for 30 bucks what? Yeah. That's pretty good. I'm paying 55 now. Yeah. Yeah, that hurts. Within a few months. Oh. I fill up every week. Yeah, well, guess what? That's getting ready to go up. You'll probably see $70 during the summer months. Don't man. remind me. Don't remind me. I already know. Because when, what was it, almost five bucks a gallon, I was driving my dad's 88 Dodge Ram Charger, and I was paying $90 a tank Oof. in that thing. Dang. And I was working... I was working, I was in high school and I was working uh, pretty much full time hours still, but that was like, I was only like seven. I think I was being minimum wage or yeah. no, I was a little higher than minimum wage at that point. Cause I was like the assistant store manager, but I was still only at like nine bucks an hour. Right. That's a huge chunk of your check. No kidding. I don't want to pay $90 a, a week for fuel with the money I make now. No, no. Like fuck that. And that's just gas. That's gas by itself. And you've got two vehicles in your household. Yep. yep that, dude, even Hannah's, um, she's got a Sorrento. Mm -hmm. A 2016 Sorrento. It's got pretty good gas mileage. Yep. It's still like 35 bucks to fill it up right now. That'll be 55 in the summer. I know. So you're going to need $130, give or take, to fill up both the vehicles in your household. Oh. <sighs> In, Dude, the, in the summer months. That's that's half of our grocery bill every month or every week. Yeah. You don't think that's going to hurt the the low, the lower financial oh, class yeah. in this country? Oh, it's going to screw them, dude. It's going to be horrible because 
people are already complaining about how expensive everything is, and that's why a lot of people say they don't get a job, blah, blah, blah. And that's why they want the minimum wage yeah, raised to $15 an hour. It's just going to be even worse. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, is if it goes to $15 an hour, guess what's going to happen to gas prices? Yeah. They're going to go up. Well, guess what? Uh, last I read, that is actually being removed from consideration from the Democrats. Yeah, I saw that because they've started, I think they've started realizing that That's, it's just it, too much too quick. Oh, Now, raise it. Sure, if you want to raise it, which I don't think we need to have an, a minimum wage anyway, but if you want to raise it, raise it to like 10 bucks. Like, Mm-mm. I, what I'm saying, I don't think that it needs to be raised. Plain and simple. But if you're going to do it, do it in an in increments. That way, it's well, not as much of a hit at one time. Well, yeah, but jumping from where it's at now to ten bucks is. A I know that's big still hit. a big hit. I know, but I mean, it went from what seven seventy five to seven twenty five, or from five seventy five to five twenty five. Mm-hmm. It's like fifty cents. A dollar fifty. You just said five seventy five to five twenty five, or no, I'm sorry, to seven twenty five. When it jumped the last time in 2008 or whatever, 2007. Yep. Yeah, that was right while that was right when I was working. I was making minimum wage then back then. For, yeah. So it's like a dollar seventy-five bump. Yeah. I think. And uh, I mean, do something like that. Don't do doubling the minimum wage. Nah, you can't do a, a, a more than you can't double it, man. No. You're God, gonna, no. You're gonna put play people out of business real quick i mean all these small businesses you you people talk about oh corporations are evil we don't want to support them you know we want the little the small business small to medium businesses to thrive that's not going to do it no the only ones who are going to be able to survive and afford those kinds of pay increases on their employees are going to be corporates the the big corporate companies walmart's the targets the Lowe's, the Home Depot's. you'll you'll never see another ace hardware (laughs) no ever you know and that sucks like it really sucks to not be able to go to a mom and pop place. Yep. Yep, cuz that's exactly what it do. It would just drive those places out of business. Hell, it's already hard to find places like that right now. Yeah. Yeah, you don't see them being built. Yeah. Nothing nothing new like that is is coming along and unfortunately that's that's government intervention has created that well, problem. So, this is a little bit off topic, but have you seen how drastic the uh lumber prices have increased? I have. And that's due to artificial inflation. Hey. Oh, my goodness. If you guys don't know, say a four by eight sheet of OSB, which is like um, they put it down before they put up like roofing and stuff. Usually it was like. I don't know, like nine bucks a board or something like that or mate or 30 bucks a board. It's like a hundred dollars a board now. Jeez. And there's no reason for it. There's there's not a shortage of lumber. Like I there's been so many people talking about the um lumber yards are over capacity and they just have stuff sitting there, but yet the prices just keep going up and up and up. And that's because there's been all of this artificial inflation that's happened because of the government. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Just something else to to think about, guys. Two by fours, because I do woodworking on the side. Two by fours. I used to be able to get a, a four or a two by four by eight foot for like a dollar ninety seven. Mm-hmm. The last time I checked, it was like eight bucks. Good God. Yeah. Whew. For n- nothing different. It's the exact same two by fours. 
Yeah, and that goes into why housing prices, especially new homes, are oh, yeah. skyrocketing. Well, they're talking. I saw a video yesterday of a guy who, um, and this he, is nationwide. This just yeah. isn't a Middle Tennessee problem. Oh yeah, no, this is def- this is actually international because uh, this is actually affecting wood prices across the globe. Um, but this guy, he's in construction. He was talking about um, it's getting to the point to where either house prices are going to drastically increase or they're going to have to stop doing construction altogether. Yeah. Yeah. Something's got to give, man. This can't continue uh, no. at the rate that it's going. Hey, dude, it's crazy. I read that in the middle Tennessee area, three out of four home buyers have buyer's remorse after buying a home. Because, I saw that. And the reason for that is because they have to literally just, there's so few homes going for sale on the market that they just have to, bid on the first one they get and it and they overpay yeah and out of their comfort zone but they're like well we need a house and they just bite the bullet and do it and then they get in there and they're like holy shit our payment is what and this isn't exactly what we wanted we just bought this place because we needed a place see luckily we, we bought our house right before everything really really took off um and we are getting ready to do a, a a refi because our house is appreciated so much that we're going to be able to drop our mortgage insurance. And I want to get that done sooner rather than later because honestly, I feel like there's another bubble coming. Agreed. Yeah. It's, and it's going to happen and it's going to be bad. Yep. I'm almost wondering if I should wait for that bubble to happen before I... You I'm, get a lot more bang for your buck. I'm looking for... My wife and I, we're looking for a home and uh, we're nearly saved to the point where we want to start looking... And, um, man, these prices have me wondering if, man, maybe just hold out a little longer. I've had my house for almost, or for a little over two years. We bought a little over two years ago. Our house has appreciated by $85,000. We have, for no real reason other than the fact that just, the the market's so hot. There's more people than houses. Yeah, it's it's so crazy. Well, my house I bought for eighty six five back in two thousand and eleven. It's twenty twenty one. This is ten years, and when I appraised it a few years ago, it was one fifty five. Zillow right now is showing it at one ninety one. So it's wow. more than a hundred percent increase in that's, value. That's awesome. It's stupid. Yeah. It's stupid. And that's not going to last forever. So no, I don't know. I don't know when the this is all going to come. When that bubble is going to pop and and prices are going to come back down to reality. But uh, holy shit! I mean, what a ride. Well, and that's why we're we're getting very close to having our debt paid off, which is so unbelievably awesome. I cannot wait till we get everything paid, um, and we're going to start saving because we want to in about three or four more years, we want to buy another house and rent out our current house that we have. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping by then it's not going to be as bad, as difficult as it is now. Yeah. Cause it's, it's hard to try to buy your house today. I mean, dude, you're going to pay almost a hundred K more than what you paid for this one. Oh, for sure. Uh, we were talking, uh, I was talking to my mortgage guy and he was saying like he got with our realtor and, uh, to just start running the numbers to get the refi, you know, started the process started. Right. And she said that she would list our house for three thirty. Yeah. And expect to get three fifty. I was getting ready to say, yeah, because there'll be a bidding war. We bought our house for two fifty five. Yeah. 
So that's almost a hundred thousand dollars. I know. It's dumb, dude. Dude, like it's dumb. And if we did that, if we made a hundred thousand dollars, you'd lose it all going to buy another house. And we would we would probably get the the size house that we're wanting to get, and we would still have to come out of pocket. Yeah, and that's a problem. Yeah, and that's that's the predicament that I'm coming into. And right now, because it's a a seller's market. Oh yeah, nobody is paying closing costs. No, you got to have the cash. So my mortgage lender was like, "Yeah, if you want to buy a house up to three hundred fifty thousand, you better save six to eight thousand dollars on closing costs and have it ready. Because yeah. if you don't have it in ready, and the next guy does, and they offer the same amount as you do, guess what? You just lost out on your house. Hey, but you know." Biden is trying to get more affordable housing. So yeah, I can't wait to live in more pop-up cages. <laughs> That'll be great. <laughs> oh God, man. Uh, so speaking of Biden, uh, how about uh, him falling up the steps to Air Force One twice now? Yeah, that sucks. Did you saw? Did you see that first I did. one? Man, I did. It was like see, it, was, it was sad. Honestly, man. a lot of people are making fun of him, but that's because they're all mostly Trump supporters and like. I don't think it's funny. I think it's really it's sad. sad. It's sad. And it's 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 like that's very kind of like Dude, for our country. That's like you, embarrassing for the country. I saw the meme where Kamala Harris is hiding behind the tree. She's licking her lips Did, and rubbing her hands together like, oh, he yeah. almost fell. Did you see the one with Derrick Henry stiff arm in him? No. <laughs> that's <laughs> so great. So Derrick Henry stiff arm in him. We're Shoot. Tennessee Titans fans, so they're, you know. Man, dude, um, I mean, one wrong move and he comes down those steps backwards. Oh, man. And then we're going to have Kamal Harris as president. It's done, dude. It's done. Here's, here's Honestly, it's going to happen before the end of his term anyway, I think. I just don't see how he's going to last In three more In his first years. press conference, he said he's going to run for president again. There's no way. At the end of way. this term. I know. That's what I'm saying. America, listen to me for a second. We need Stop a- electing old fucking white guys. We need. Sorry, that was really loud. We, yeah, it was. <laughs> We need an age cap on the we presidency. Do, yeah, 100% agreed. We, 100%. We really do, because this is just stupid. Yeah. I mean, this guy literally is borderline dementia, can't, can't form complete sentences without a teleprompter, and has cue cards of pictures, faces, and names under it. Yeah. It's absolutely crazy. So, I, I don't know, man. I feel bad for the guy, but... I mean, he's a president, so that's what we got. Um, did you also hear about Biden's dog, Bajor? Yes. By, uh, he, Second incident. Yeah. And uh, the other dog shit on the red carpet in the uh, White House. I did not see that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So these dogs are out of control. They're crazy. Um, it's it's kind of sad, man. It's sad. You know, you, you don't wish ill will on anybody especially in the white house because that's got to be a very good place for the country to be successful oh yeah you know and it's not looking good the only saving grace that i can think of is the fact that maybe um in 2022 at the midterm elections republicans can get control of the house and the senate and we have a lame duck presidency honestly i think it's very possible because there's a lot of even left-wing uh people that are not happy with what what Biden has done so far and his I don't I don't know the exact approval rating but I can't imagine that he's got a very good approval rating no no like I just there's I don't know like 
And honestly, like I said, I just don't I don't see him making it through this whole term. And and then we're gonna have Kamala. Oh, I know. And then who becomes VP then? Oh, that's terrifying to think about. Uh I think there is a um is it the speaker that becomes VP? I believe so. Oh God. Yeah, we're talking Nancy Pelosi. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. That's not good. So check this out. So we've been talking about Biden, right? And his inability to form complete sentences. Oh God, here so, we go. <laughs> so here he is announcing two female generals nominated for appointment to four-star com- combatant commanders. Check this out. I just want to thank you both. And I want to thank the, the, the uh, former general. I keep calling him general, but my, my, uh, the guy who runs that outfit over there. Uh, I want to make sure we thank the secretary for all he's done to try to implement what we just talked about and for recommending these two women for promotion. Thank you all. May God bless you all and may God protect our troops. What the hell, man? Well, he's he's got a stutter, Ian. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because apparently, you know, it was never a thing. Uh, you know, like like it is now until he started running for president. And then, you know. Well, he's already calling uh, Harris, pres- uh, President Harris, right? I, I, did yeah, you see that? I did. Yeah. And um, a third of voters apparently doubt that he's got mental fitness. That's a only third. Only a third? I know. I know. I, I mean. I'm surprised it's only a third. Agreed. Clearly, the guy's not all there. And. I just, I don't know, man. I hate to to see what's happening to the presidency, the office, yeah. you know? I, I want to know our listeners' thoughts. Like, So when you guys hear this, send us a message, you know, comment, you know, something. Let us know, what do you think of President Biden's terms so far? How do you think it's going? How do you foresee it going? And uh, I'd, I'd be really curious to see what our listeners think out there. Yeah, for sure. Um, Do you hear about the Ninth Circuit Court saying that people have no yes. constitutional right to carry firearms openly or concealed just, right. just at your home? This is the Ninth Circuit Court out in California. Well, yeah, of course. Of course. <clears throat> excuse me. Of course, this is going to be, um, this will have to go into uh, likely the Supreme Court or um, because that's not going to be, <laughs> it's not going to be the be all end all solution to that. I mean, there's no way. So that's going to be an interesting story to watch. Yeah, I just don't understand how you can read the Constitution and then come up with that verdict. Oh, yeah, no, there's no right for that. What? It's literally right there. It's, I mean, I, I, I don't know how else to say it. It's clear as day. It says that you have the right to own and bear arms. Yeah, and, the, and it sh- shall not be infringed. Yeah, upon. like, I, I, so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even know, man. That's so aggravating. So, what do you think about uh, the President Biden administrative uh, administration's apparent attempt to come up with some kind of a vaccine passport for travel inside I the United States? One hundred percent against that. That is so fucking stupid. Did you see, um, Florida Governor DeSantis has uh, put an executive order saying that um, his state is not going to. Yes. To honor any of those things, and yeah. they're, they're not just—they're just gonna. Well, nope. It, so, in a way, wouldn't that be a HIPAA violation? 
I don't think so. HIPAA is typically, I mean, it's medical history, medical data. So, but if a vaccination passport, mm, I mean, I in a way, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But I just, I don't, I don't think so. A vaccination passport, though, like, I mean, I get like they require you to get a vaccination if you go to like Africa and you have to get a malaria shot and, you know, vaccinations and stuff like that. Ebola. Like, I get that. It's it's not something that has reached herd immunity, which we're expected to reach within the next couple of months as a country, um, which we could have already been there. But, you know, that's a different story. Um, but I don't see how somebody who, for instance, you guys don't know this, but me and my wife both had COVID in January. Um, and so what's the difference of me having COVID and now having my antibodies and somebody who had a vaccination and has those antibodies that that's exactly right. And people want to say, follow the science, follow the science, but they reject, reject that notion completely. Listen to this right here. A CNN uh, incentivizes, uh, they had a a lady come on and they want to actually continue restrictions to basically play the hand to see if that will encourage people to go get vaccinated. Check this out are many more people, millions of people who, for whatever reason, have concerns about the vaccine, who just don't know what's in it for them. And we need to make it clear to them that the vaccine is the ticket back to pre-pandemic life. And the window to do that is really narrowing. I mean, you were mentioning, Chris, about how all these states are reopening. They're reopening at 100%. And we have a very narrow window to tie reopening policy to vaccination status. Because otherwise, if everything is reopened, then what's the carrot going to be? How are we going to incentivize people to actually get the vaccine? So that's why I think the CDC and the Biden administration needs to come out a lot bolder and say, if you're vaccinated, you can do all these things. Here are all these freedoms that you have, because otherwise people are going to go out and enjoy these freedoms anyway. So there you go. Yeah, you let them go out and enjoy the freedoms that we have anyway, because guess what? It's freedoms. Let us get back to normal, guys. Like, this is so stupid. If you want a vaccine, get a vaccine. Go if get you don't one. want a vaccine, don't get a vaccine. You can't force people to do it. And if all the people that want to get it is the majority of the country, as supposedly they say, then guess what? We're at herd immunity. It doesn't matter. Let us get back to normal. Do you see the John Hopkins study that said that the uh, Amish population has already reached herd yep. immunity? I did. They've had no it's mass amazing. mandates, no uh, no large just swaths of dead Amish people dropping on the side of the roads. They're just doing the thing, man. They don't give a shit about what our society's doing. <laughs> no. And you know, I respect the fuck out of that. Yeah. Golly. Oh, I yeah. Do. Well, and it's it just goes to show the places that have the most strict lockdowns and everything else are the ones that are having the most issues still. Like, the- the UK is still not even near where the US is. Right. And, but that's also because large portions of the US have just opened back up 100%. And they're just like, get back to it, guys. Like, yeah. Yeah. France is going back on another lockdown. It's, it, it's just wild, man. It's, it's, they keep seesawing back and forth. Yeah. All right. We're going to open up. Oh, wait. Cases are going up. Oh, we got to lock Shut down again. Down. Yeah. It's like, Cases still, cases are still, are still there. They're just, you know, slowing down a little bit. 
they're not going away. You're not stopping anything. Viruses no. do what viruses are going to do. They're going to replicate. They're going to spread and they're going to infect their host and they want to stick around as long as they can. Well, and now they're using the scare tactic that there's all of these variants that oh, are yeah. popping up. The UK so, variant is the most, the, the most widely known, uh, second COVID-19 yeah. variant so, in the US and then you got the Brazil variant. And, so then what do we do? Do we just stay like this forever? It's not, it's impossible. Well, that's the thing is they've just came out and said that they're only aware of six months of protection with the COVID vaccine. Right. Because technically all of these vaccines, the Pfizer and Moderna. Clinical trials. They're still in clinical trials. We you don't have to e- sign the paperwork. Yeah. That tells you if you have side effects, you're supposed to, you're supposed to report it to Whoever you got the shot from, um, you're supposed to. It's all the same stuff if you sign up for a clinical trial. So, do you really want to be part of a clinical trial? You're literally testing something that, I mean, uh, obviously, the minority of people in the on the planet have got. Yeah. Well, and 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 a majority again, of people who have COVID or have had COVID survive COVID. Oh yeah. I mean, for me, man, if I was 65, I could see where. You know, okay, maybe it's probably worth the risk for me to get my COVID vaccine. Right. You know, especially if I haven't had it already, because the risks of having COVID probably outweigh, you know, the risks of the vaccine. Right. For me. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm I'm a young guy. I'm 33. You know, I'm I'm a little I'm a little pudgy on my sides <laughs> here. You know, I'm you know, <laughs> but overall, I'm pretty healthy, and um, I don't feel like. There's a huge benefit for me, especially knowing that, you know, survivability for my, my age group is 99% or higher. Yeah. You know, we all know, and we've all heard those commercials that we see on TV, you know, did you take so-and-so, you know, medication or vaccine or whatever? And when you do, you know, you know that, uh, you're you're in a lawsuit, you know, they got a big lawsuit and you're due for compensation, well, stuff like that. So they can't. Something, yeah, you signed that paper- paperwork that you signed. You're also agreeing to where you, they are not held liable for anything that may happen to you due to the vaccine, right? So, yeah. and and if you want to get the vaccine, like we said, do it. We're not telling you not to get the vaccine. That's right. I mean, you do what you want to do, but don't force me to do it if I don't want to do it, right? At the end of the day, I mean, we still have freedoms in this country and freedoms to not be vaccine. Vaccinated should be one of those that should be respected, in my opinion. Oh, my gosh. So, you want to do the good news story of the day, man? Or do you have have anything else you'd like to discuss before we sign off on this episode? Not necessarily, man. I think think we kind of hit all the hot topics for the Biden presidency thus far. If there's anything you guys want us to talk on, specifically obviously let us know send us a comment send us a message um and we will get to it if you want to be a guest hit us up um if you want to send us a voice message on anchor do that we'll add it to the podcast and we'll answer your your uh question next time we're on which hopefully shouldn't be too far from now yeah and uh, we should be getting back to more of a regular yeah, we're recording. We're gonna try this new uh, season two. We'd like to try to do um, two episodes a month. And initially, we were gonna do video. Well, we found out that Spotify doesn't fully support video yet, and that's kind of our main platform that most of our listeners listen to us on. So, um, in lieu of that, 
we're audio only right now, but I have read that Spotify is going to be bringing um, video podcasts to all of its creators soon. So hopefully before the end of the year, we can switch to that complete format and you'll have the option to see us and or just listen if that's all you want to do. Yeah, we'll probably uh, every now and then maybe do a video depending on the topic and stuff. But for the for most part, sure. we'll probably still be sticking with the audio only. So for sure, it's just um, it's it's a lot more work and it's just too, it's just us. Me and Thomas, um, Sean right now is currently um, got a lot of going on in his life with work and stuff. So he'll be in and out of episodes as he can make it, but he's not going to be a regular like he was in season one, unfortunately. But um, we do wish him well. Yes, sir. And we miss his presence here. Yeah, he's always got some nice little whips in there every now and then. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's also smarter than me, so that helps. <laughs> I, I can hear him right now. No, you're way off base, Ian. Oh, yep. Yep. He gets a good dynamic because he thinks of stuff in a different way than we do. So, but all right, let's move on to this uh, good news story. It's going to come from the Good News Network. Hey, guys, NASA confirmed Earth is safe for another hundred years from an asteroid. So, a whole century, huh? a whole century. It was discovered in 2004. Uh, it was identified as one of the most hazardous asteroids that could impact the planet. But results from a new radar observation campaign combined with precise orbit analysis have helped astronomers conclude that it won't hit Earth in 2068 as had been feared. So it's uh, estimated to be 1,100 feet across, uh, and it's named after the Egyptian god of destruction. Ooh. (laughs) There you go. And what's that name? Uh, And curveball, point match. Yeah, I'm. I'm not good at you're, pronouncing. So you're not words. even gonna try it. Uh, Come on, man. Aphophius. Aphophis. Aphophis, maybe. I got nothing. I I haven't even seen the word. A p o p h i s. A p o p h i s. Apophis. Apophis. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, it's got to be. Okay, I like it. Got a destruction from Egypt. That's cool. Yes, sir. Now, is that going to hit us at some point or just not by, you know, 2068? Uh, Do they not say? They, they don't know. They, their fear was that it was going to hit us in 2068. But they've cleared uh, that with a computer model. Right. It says on it's going to pass Earth less than 20,000 miles away from the surface on April 13th, 2029. Dang. Uh, it says it'll be visible from observers on the ground in the Eastern Hemisphere without the aid of a telescope or binoculars. What? That's, That's cool. scary, dude. That's cool. Uh, so, yeah, if you're in the Eastern Hemisphere on April 13th, 2029, look up in the sky and you'll be able to see it. That's pretty sweet. Jeez. I wonder if we'll be able to see it with the aid of binoculars or something. No, we're not in the Eastern Hemisphere. We're in the Western Hemisphere. Well, it said you'll be able to see it with the naked eye in the Eastern Hemisphere. Oh, okay. So I wonder if maybe, depending on where the Earth is sitting at the time, you might be able to catch a glimpse of it. Yeah. Either way, I bet you there's going to be some incredible footage of it. Yeah. That's going to be crazy. What would be really cool is if we had the foresight to say, hey, let's, let's, we know this is going to come by Earth. Why don't we go ahead and start development on a uh, asteroid redirection mission as a test to see if we can redirect this thing yeah. outside of while our solar system. While it's still in a safe distance, distance from Earth and not just do this or we're dead. 
Exactly. Like, you know, Armageddon or Deep Impact. Yeah. Both great movies. And we know Bruce Willis ain't going to be around to save us. No. We need to figure this out. I don't know. It's only only eight years from now. He might still be around. Well, that's true. He's going to be old as fuck. Yeah. I mean, nothing (laughs) he starred in in the last 10 years have been worth watching. Yeah. Uh, Red was okay. Mm. I said it was okay. Mm. Yeah. I wasn't impressed. Yeah, it's it. It wasn't the worst movie I've ever seen, but it, I don't know. It wasn't the <laughs> wasn't the goodest movie that I've ever seen. I think you mean best. No, I mean goodest. Oh well. Yeah. Yep, that's tomato, the tomato. Yes, that's the good news word of the day. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, we <laughs> should probably get off of here. Oh, this was fun. Yeah. Right. Man. All right, guys, seriously, uh, hit us up with topic ideas that you guys want to hear us discuss. Um, we, Like always, we love you guys' feedback, and we want to keep getting you guys involved so that way it's more interactive for everybody. Yeah, it's a good thing that we've never had anybody involved. So <laughs> yeah. not a single one of you. Yeah, we still have the contest going, guys. Like, if you send us a message on Anchor, you get a free T-shirt. It's easy. Yeah, and go to our Teespring uh site and you can choose any one of those t-shirts yep. or really any of the products on there we'll we'll even do that i you still do want, a hoodie i still want a mug I yeah get we'll a get mug. we'll get them maybe before we do the next video we'll have them that would be cool um and we, yeah we got mugs we got masks we've got t-shirts we got hoodies we got all kinds of stuff on mail there, thongs we've got mail thongs. we do not have those <laughs> not yet those are still not available those are supposed to be in development never gonna be happening oh man <laughs> never happening damn <laughs> I thought we were inclusive here at the Unbiased Freedom Podcast. Uh, not, not that, not like that. No, sorry. No, ba- no, ba- yeah. banana hammocks. Easy, easy for you to say. Yeah, no kidding. I need some <laughs> coffee, but uh, I just need my Unbiased Freedom Podcast mug before I can Dude, do that. Dude, I'm telling you. Yeah. So, all right, guys. Yeah, just hit us up. Uh, interact with us on Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. Um, we've even got a TikTok. We don't use it a whole lot, but we might start doing some stuff on there. Cool, man. Yeah. I think that'd be fun. All right, ladies and gentlemen, until next time, peace out.